Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Teresa was huh? going. How do you lose a whole train of thoughts? <laughs> Damn. Okay, Derek. <laughs> Exit stage left. Welcome, everyone, to the Good Friends Anime Club podcast. Episode 2. Episode 2. Colin, my first anime podcast, second episode, is great, as I expected. <laughs> and with me today, I have Mog. Hello. Derek. Shouts out to all you Origairo fans out there. That shit made me cry. Hard tears. <laughs> <laughs> and Marianne. Hello. Goddamn. It did, though. It did. It was... Oh. Really, yeah. I mean, Hickey. Hickey, oh, that You gotta love boy. Hickey. He grew. <laughs> the boy. He grew. Good old Eat Man. Um, and today we have a special episode. Um, well, wait, what? Every episode, not special, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I go. can I just say it's special? It's special because we actually got to record after <laughs> two hours. <laughs> yeah, it's special because we tried multiple means to record and we finally got it started but um yeah today we're gonna talk about um a special topic as you guys know the new anime season is starting and we're gonna talk about uh some titles that we're excited for and um gonna give one title each that we think is gonna be the best that there is (laughs) and if it's not to the gallows. All of us. <laughs> I'm already. <laughs> that is quickly. Back, I need to walk back my selection really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone, if you if your anime is not good, uh, you have to be off the podcast. Sorry. Guess I'll just die. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. It's um, the picture of the old dude just holding his hands up. Guess I'll die. Guess I'll just. Yeah. Guess I'll die. Guess I'll die. <laughs> but. Let's uh let's ease in with the uh stuff that we've been watching, reading, oh, yes. not consuming. I did I did not go to Golden Corral this week. I almost did. I did not though. Good. I'm proud of you. Don't be. Don't be. That's progress. <laughs> <laughs> You're almost there. Hey, if there was a like a vegan alternative of a buffet <laughs> in my general area, uh, I would probably take yeah. it very much. It's a good deal. True. Well, I had a really good vegan po' boy in New Orleans. Okay, no more food talk. No more food talk, Derek. Um, it's always, no more food, it's food talk. Food talk. <laughs> you traveled. This is our small you food the US. time. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about what we um have been into. Uh, I'll start. Actually, I won't because you I <laughs> yeah, I started last time. Wow, selfish. So who wants to start? That hilarious. I'll, I'll take the reins if. No one minds because I mine is really small. I've just been rewatching Hero Academia with my roommates finally, and shit's still good even in the dub. Still good even in the dub. The dub is actually oh, pretty yeah. damn solid. Um, oh really? Sabbath is a uh, only right? Yes, yes, and he's like one of the highlights of it because 
you know, it's hard to explain if you haven't seen Hiroaka, but, like, in the Japanese, in the Japanese anime, like, the Japanese anime, you know, as opposed to the other, <laughs> like, All Might's VA is very good, and he gives the message across, but he gives, like, a certain message where, like, manga All Might has a little, like, bit of cynicism to him, but it's not, like, serious cynicism. It's like he wants you to be your best at all times, and yeah. Chris Sabat really lets that part of All Might shine in the dub. Like, little quips here and there that didn't make the cut in the anime, they make the cut in the American dub, and they shine, and it makes me really happy. And Wait, who? Um, All Might. Chris Sabat. Chris Sabat. Uh, Piccolo. Frieza. Yeah, Vegeta, yeah. Free, not okay, Frieza. Okay, that's the, wait, wait, as who, as which character? <laughs> All Might. All Might. Uh, All Might. Oh, okay. I didn't hear. Sorry. Very, and, uh, very good. Cut this oh, out, cut this out, cut this out. <laughs> 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 Don't cut it out. Yeah, because that, I, I kind of get what you're saying, because like, um, Sub All Might is kind of like, one dimensional almost, in his delivery. Sub All Might is Superman. It seems like. Yeah. Sub All Might yeah. is still Superman, but they let Superman be normal. Every now and then. Yeah. That's cool. I like That's that. That's fair, yeah. He does kind of have the same kind of voice at all times. Because, like, All Might, the All Might, the symbol of peace All Might is like a, you know, like a, a front he almost puts on. Because he has to be that for the world. Yeah. So, in the dub, they really let him, like, have fun with the sort of, like, you know, powered down All Might version. And be a little bit more yeah. like, ah, grrr, <laughs> All Might. Yeah. Oh, no, no, just, 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 just string bean all night. He just a string bean. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I've I been feel doing. Like... I've been keeping up with the weeklies as I was driving from Florida to Texas. Wow. True. Wow, that's there is that's a... nothing in Louisiana except for <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> also, true blood. Don't... There's true blood that's there. True. Also, don't. I thought Popeyes don't was know. Louisiana fast. Uh, but Popeyes is also down the street from me fast. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, don't walk into an uh, Alabama gas station rest stop wearing like a very satanic looking shirt. You're gonna get a lot of looks. Tip from Derek. Oh, what were you wearing? I was wearing like a portrayal of guilt, like super scramsy shirt. It had like a demon with like a cross on it, and they were just looking at me like, uh, "We don't serve your kind." Here. <laughs> I was like, "Oh god, I'm about to get scrams." <laughs> we got, we gotta leave. We gotta leave. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> get, in the car, get in the car. So wait, did you drive there but fly back? Yeah, because my um, my my how did that my work? other half, I guess call it, oh. is oh. driving up to Yellowstone. Wow, that's pretty. I went cool. along for the ride for a little bit, but enough about me. Tight. More about you. <laughs> no personal information on this podcast. <laughs> no. We only Hell talk no. about Dude. anime Never. and manga. God no. Yeah, I only know you by your icon on Twitter. Whom next? Uh, I can go. Um. Yeah. I was really excited because yesterday, uh, April 3rd, like, so much shit dropped. I ended up getting, uh, was it, uh, let me open my phone. <laughs> my Hero Academia 12 came out. Um, that was with, uh, the, the provisional license exam. Ooh, go- oh, the, like the, that's good. Like the first half. That one, that's pretty good. Uh, Promise Neverland Volume 3 came out. Nice. Which is awesome. I tweeted a little bit about it. I didn't want to post caps to like spoil, but it's basically like that vine where you see the this guy <laughs> squaring up against the kid with a sword. 
That's basically volume three. <laughs> yeah, I ignored it because I was like, I need to, I want to start reading this, so I just ignored that tweet set. Oh, is, um, yes. is, no, no spoiler, is is cover adult um Bastard Man? Bastard Man? Oh, wait. Is it Bastard Man? Let me go look at the cover so I can confirm if it's Bastard Man. No, it's like the, it's the kids. Um, Let me look at the yeah, cover. Yeah, Promise Everland's good. Still good. Um, also, Yona of the Dawn, volume 11 came out about that shit yo yona like i don't i don't really talk about it that much but it's probably my favorite shoujo it's like a historical fantasy oh my God. see that's wild i just do it to the anime when it came out like in 2014 i had never like seen any of it and i i never i guess i just never keyed on to it being a shoujo it's amazing huh. it's like uh like a fictional like kind of like a mix between japan and korea and like uh this like like a well it's like historical fantasy so like it's a little more like imperial times with um like kingdoms and stuff and there's also some not quite magic but like magical kind of like lore behind the the country and stuff it's it's really good it's really hmm. good um i would i would recommend the anime because it's really it's directed really well and the soundtrack is phenomenal it's something. Yeah, I feel like I, uh, I've heard about it before, but not a lot. Yeah, the the I would say like the beginning feels like really like not cliche, but like like predictable. Like you know, okay, yeah, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but but then when it does, like uh, they start to explore the characters in ways that you didn't really expect. Like um, you get to see uh, the characters like explore their grief and trauma in ways that anime most anime doesn't really go through. Because usually it's all about like, oh yeah, action, over the top stuff, whatever. But this one is a little, a little more subdued, which I like a lot. Hmm. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah, that sounds good. And what else? There was a, oh, Kenka Bancho Otome, which is like a girl who ends up going to an all boys high school of delinquents, and she ends up becoming like, well, <laughs> on the path to being like the the boss, like the big boss, like. Oh, beating shit. them all I up. Like this. It was actually a, a short anime uh, a couple seasons ago, and that's why I bought it. I bought the comic. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, volume one is like a little, like condensed version of uh, maybe like the first five episodes or something. It's still really good. I like I like the way that the the manga artist like condenses it. It's it's good. Like the characters are still charming and stuff. Okay, so it's it was anime first, then manga. I think it was based. It was an anime short anime based off of a a game. Huh. Oh shit. Which is, I think, it's either a visual novel. I think it's a visual novel that might be a beat 'em up, but I might be wrong. Hmm. I can get into that. It's pretty good. I love anything that's like delinquents. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite trope of anime. It's just the bad boy. Delinquents and also are very when it's good. a bad girl, too. Yes. My favorite like, part uh, about it is that... Oh, you say that? What was that? Oh. I was just gonna say, like, uh, Bimbo Gamiga. Oh, yeah. shit. Rindo Rando. A fucking classic. her name? She's the best character from that show. That's a good-ass uh, show. That's a, that's a good-ass example from yours truly. I love that show. I think, uh, it's, I think Funimation put it out as Good Luck Girl or something. 
Yeah, it's yeah. on Crunchyroll right now, mm-hmm. and I guess also on Funimation. It's hella good. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, what I liked about Kinkabancho Otome is that, like, I think there's only, like, two, maybe three people that know that uh, the girl is a girl because the whole setup is that, like, she has, like, a like a long-lost twin brother who is actually the son of a Yakuza boss. And the reason she gets transferred is because he wants her to take his place because he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not like a fighter or whatever, but she is because she ended up growing up in an orphanage and like, it's kind of crazy, like heavy stuff. Like, so this is like a Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Like Prince in the pop for kind of the delinquent schools. But, um, well, it's a, uh, what is it? Midsummer's night dream is the one that she's the man is based off of, I think. Or am I wrong? Is that the one with the No, fairies? I don't think it's that one. Whatever. The one that she's the man is based off of is like, that's the story. Is like, my brother doesn't want to do this thing, so I do the thing. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly it. But um, I think one of the best parts is that uh, most of the guys don't realize that she's a girl. But then uh, it's almost like a reverse harem because they end up like blushing and shit. Like, oh my God, why is he so cute? And like, <laughs> I'm totally here for it. <laughs> That's like good stuff. Nice. There's a also there's an idol who's also a delinquent. So there you go. <laughs> nice. In all honesty, it's it's my two favorite things put together. Finally. Thank you, God. Yeah. <laughs> idols and <laughs> Thank you, God. Uh, um, that's most of what I've been into. Nice. Okay. Tight. And um, I'm gonna go next because mine's pretty short too. Um, I've just been reading, I read the first volume of, uh, Delicious in Dungeon, Dungeon Meshi. Yes. Oh, I've been meaning and to read that for so long. You know, me too. And I finally, <laughs> I saw it, I only bought it because I was going to buy, um, Golden Kamui, but, um, the, the Barnes and Noble at my, like, by my house didn't have it. And I saw that there and I was like, mm, okay, yeah, it's about time. So I grabbed the first couple of volumes and I read the first one the other day. Nice. And it's tight. It's fun. Hell yeah. It's it's What's um about? so it's about these group of travelers. It's very RPG setting based. Like they literally just dungeon crawl. Um and they're like they go by different classes. Like there's the healer, the thief slash I guess rogue. <laughs> the like knight dude and then there's another guy who joins them pretty early on who's like a uh i guess a gnome or a dwarf dwarf. yeah a dwarf and he's he specializes in from what i can tell so far cooking and uh, just like kind of Mm -hmm. like he's a survivalist and um it's super cool um essentially they're going through this dungeon because like this is like first page literally um i guess the main character's sister maybe yeah, got eaten by a dragon, <laughs> yes. but um, but they can revive her, or they plan on it, um, yes. by rescuing her. <laughs> and <laughs> Mar- Marion is my fact checker. Like they've got like a yes. list out. Like yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no shit. Oh, you forgot this part. <laughs> um, and then yeah, they're doing that, but they are so poor that they can't afford meals. Like they yes. can't afford no. to uh. <laughs> buy food yes. better equipment like um the most relatable so part yeah <laughs> exactly yeah I fucking, it's true I, I wish i um, wish i could have done what they did while playing maple story 
<laughs> I would love to hunt and eat all the maple story monsters. God. Um, so yeah, their their solution is yeah to eat their the monsters that they encounter. Um, and one party member specifically is very opposed to this. She's the uh, healer, and um, like essentially their whole thing is um they go through this dungeon and the uh, gnome or dwarf kind of teaches them the ropes of like how to eat these monsters um which ones are good to eat how to prepare them and um that's a monster hunter <laughs> yeah i'm just kidding no. i'm, just, I'm, just I'm so excited <laughs> for this show it's basically <laughs> eventually dungeons and dragons and diners and drive-ins and dives nice Damn. nice guy fears in both of them <laughs> and um yeah essentially that and it's cool because um it's got a it's a mixture of kind of like a gag manga um like it's got that kind of feel to it but um it's also very um heavy on kind of Cooking? exploring what's that no no go 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's very heavy on exploring kind of like the lore of like or not the lore but like how they actually prepare these like feasts and like like they've pretty strenuously go into like how to cook these monsters and like what parts are good to eat and they kind of break it down in diagrams and it's kind of cool because like you can tell the uh, author like really spent time thinking about like the anatomy of these monsters and stuff like that and i kind of like that kind of stuff like yeah like she breaks down the recipes and stuff and even though they're fictional monsters like you'll see like oh this recipe uses uh freaking uh mandrake root and then like uh a bunch of other stuff like i think Later on, there are some monsters like, uh, like Kelpies and a uh, bunch of a bunch of stuff, and like the way that it's all drawn to look, like resemble like a real world dish, except you can tell that it's like fictional monster parts. <laughs> you can still see like the the level of detail that the author went into it is really good. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Her name is uh, Ryoko Kui, which Kui is like. I think it's written in hiragana, but it's a synonym for to eat, the verb to eat. Oh, uh, really? Tight. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. You know, there's a seems to be a a theme going on with the manga that you read. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. That, with Golden Kamui in this, it's it is very kind and of. What was the other one that you mentioned last time? Dora that Dora? was like the uh, cafe one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one was also very. Uh, food centric i mean i i don't know it's not that i like cooking or like food based manga it's it just so happens yeah <laughs> it just it does but like it's cool because it's not necessarily like the exact because i i mean i haven't read food wars or anything even though i know you guys want me to but <laughs> it's um who said it's, that uh, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's completely based like on food like that might yeah. be yeah it's um, like a peripheral it, it's just yeah and then um but like it it also like handles it pretty like handily though like yeah like it does food, it enhances the actual food is series like a mm-hmm. finely sharpened sword in this in that show it's not mm-hmm. you know wow. listen and the sword has yeah we <laughs> I was going to say something else, like, uh, Derek can only wield the finest, intensely thousand-folded Japanese steel, like... Listen, (laughs) 
Need, you do have swords. Oh, we have like, oh my god, my friend's girlfriend was like, hey, I found these on the side of the road. And just like, brings like four katanas in the house. <laughs> I was like, ah, how? Okay, thank you. <laughs> One of them has like a knife Derek in the is, hill. It's great. Derek is that, uh, that tarot meme where it's like me uh, the night before totally wasted bringing home swords. And then me the next day absolutely twisted. Like, why <laughs> Why did I bring up all these swords? <laughs> Listen. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, it's good. Yeah. But, yeah, like I was saying, um, <laughs> it's cool because, like, I feel like food is, like, a very, like, um, they, people don't really use it as, like, a, a world-building tool, but mm-hmm. it it really does kind of, uh, especially in Golden Kamui, which is, like, super, uh, super heavy on that kind of stuff and just, like, uh, connecting food to um, uh, the okay, all right. Never what I wanted to see the thing. Okay, well, I'll keep on going. I okay. just linked them to the sword. It's a good. It's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, they um, yeah, they just link food into like the um culture of things pretty well in Gold Kamui. Like you kind of get a feel of how uh how the indigenous people in that part of Japan live just based on how they um, hunt for their food and uh, prepare it and stuff like that. And it's really cool. And how they treat um, the food. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just like very insightful. It's a nice touch. Um, but I mean, it, I guess that's how it's different from delicious, delicious in dungeon because this seems more of a, like a gag approach. Like at least so far, it just seems like a, means to a joke or just kind of like plot progression or like an interesting tidbit about this creature so like i i don't know maybe it kind of expands upon it later on yeah but so uh, far it seems fun yeah i agree with you i think i would describe it as a little bit of like you know how stardust crusaders when it started out was like uh stand of the week or whatever and then but it's still like a stop on the way to their goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Like as they're going through uh, traveling from Japan all the way to Egypt, like, oh, yeah, uh, the next stop is they're on a ship and then they fight. A, they fight the <laughs> a ship. <gorilla>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, they go to the mainland. They fight. They fight someone else. And then it's stuff like that. Like they basically encounter like a new monster. Then they, they figure out a way to get around it so that they can keep going into the dungeon and they eat it. Yep. Nice. So what you're telling me is that the JoJo should have eaten the monkey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, I'll I'll go along with it. Whatever. He probably did taste good. Okay. And I guess (laughs) (laughs) sound effects and all. Um, But that's kind of all I've really read. It's been a busy week. But. other than that, yeah. What about you, Mog? Well, I've been playing video games. Good. Oh yeah. Really? Um, I've been playing Yakuza Zero. I don't know if either of y'all have ever delved I into the Yakuza. I want to. I'm very really bad. Really, really bad. What? I want to play them. Oh, I thought you meant like you're bad at them. No. Like they're not like hard. <laughs> I would be I don't play square. games, but I am very outside. aware of them, and I have so many friends. Well, I have like two, three friends who are really okay. loudly in love with it, and 
I support them, and I also I like uh, what's his name? Is Majima the freaky one? I guess he's the one with eye patch. Yes, him. He's, he's freaky. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm not deep deep into it yet since i'm playing yakuza zero um wow i can't remember the main character's name right now uh, kiryu oh my god okay um yeah i love kiryu he's the best boy um i just i really love yakuza zero because uh i think i've played maybe like five hours of it and i'm not even that far into the story but yeah, um, there's just so many side things that you can do, and it's it's so insane that they put so many like mini games into a just normal like video game. I don't know. I heard like um, um I heard like in in like the arcades like they put in yeah in each game they have like a full length Sega game in yes. each of them. It's that's kind of yeah. crazy. I love that. They have, yeah, in Yakuza 0, they have a lot of, like, the classic games since it's, like, taking place in the... 80s? 80s? Yeah, it's taking place in the 80s. Um, So there's a lot of classic games. And there's, like, a crane game. Uh, There's karaoke. Uh, You can play Mahjong, which I am... I don't know anything about, so I don't know if I'll actually do that. Oh. Um, gotta watch Akagi. There's so many side stories. Oh, I just... (laughs) 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 I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh. Uh, cool. Is it? Wait. Oh, I was thinking of something else then. I thought you said that the sex, the sexy one. Ah. No, that is. Ah. No. Kakiguri. That's Saki. Oh, I, th- I thought you were talking. Okay, well. Too <laughs> no, I'm talking too about many Kagi, sexy game shows out there. We needed zero of them. Yeah. We got <laughs> more than one. <laughs> Akagi's the Fukumoto one with um, yeah. the white-haired guy. That's the one. So you probably saw Kaiji. I, I did not, yeah. actually. I saw Akagi yeah. first, but I wanted oh, to Oh, no, I was talking Akagi. Mog, yeah. As the, you probably know that, like, design. Yeah, the yeah. nose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that that uh, author has another one called Akagi, and that's about this Mahjong? dude who plays Mahjong, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, Yeah, I don't know anything about it, though. But... Karaoke's fun, and I love rhythm games, and that's that's in it. Uh, but the story is super good, and it's the goofiest fucking game, but also <laughs> serious at the same time. I Kiryu is a good, good boy, and Majima is just, yeah, yeah you're right. Majima's a freak, because <laughs> he wants to be back in Yakuza so bad for... I mean, I... I get the reason, kind of, but, like, he has a job as a host, and I don't know how much to spoil this, but he, to get back into Yakuza, he has to kill someone, Mm -hmm. and he's like, yeah, okay, (laughs) (laughs) even though he has, like, and, like, even the the guy is like, well, you have a job, like, you're still, like, (laughs) yeah, like, you're still, I mean, you're still, you still have to pay Yakuza, from your job but like he's has a living wage and you don't need to be a bad boy but he wants to be a bad boy um but yeah i'm not too deep into the story because i get distracted by all the side plots and uh all the side games and stuff 
but it's good. And Kiwami is also out in America, and then Kiwami 2 is out, and then Yakuza 6 comes out this month, I think. I heard, But I don't know if I'm going to play 6 yet. I don't know if I should try to delve into the back games, the games before that, before starting to play it. Because... I think you might be better off just uh, continuing with the... Because I'm pretty sure they're going to do a Kiwami for some of the other ones. I heard that... I heard that Kiwam, or I heard that Yakuza Three is the worst one. Yeah, but since they did yeah. Kiwami and Kiwami Two, they they might like update it too because uh, I think they really want to keep using that new engine, the game engine or whatever. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, at least with Six, as I I believe it's better since the there's in in zero you have to like load in a, load in and out of buildings and yeah. then in six that doesn't happen anymore and i'm guessing that's what i don't know what if kiwami is like that but i'm guessing kiwami 2 is going to be like that mm-hmm. but they have i think they have 3 4 and 5 on the playstation now oh service oh i think at least i know at least 4 and 5 so i have that even though it's expensive but I'll do it for for science for science for the it's worth it for the bad boys. Yeah, this story is just buck wild, and I love it. Um, it's like a movie, the video game. My exposure to Yakuza was um, I was watching, I think a Twitch streamer, I forgot who, but I think it was someone who played Puzzles and Dragons. He got into Yakuza, and then um. He was doing like this side mission with um a hostess who she wanted to be more i think assertive because one of her one of her customers wanted like he had like an s and m fetish or something and oh no no, no, I just did this one actually is this is this from zero maybe probably okay, so I just did a side quest where it was so Kiryu just like walks up to this these people that are on the street and he overhears the conversation and she's in like full dominatrix outfit yes and yeah and then he's like yeah talk dirty to me or whatever and she's like you're a nasty boy and like and he's like okay and then she's like yeah come back again you pervy customer or something like that and and the guy's just like Man, I'm not gonna come back here if you don't start talking like a real dominatrix. And Kiryu's like, "Hey, I saw that you were having troubles," and like just inserts himself into it. And she's like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry you had to hear that." And then he's like, "You need." To, he's basically like, "I'll help you," because Kiryu is just like literally always, "I'll help you. I'll help anyone." Yes. <laughs> like he he just inserts himself to into like any everyone's business, which is great. Um. And then he teaches her how to be assertive and you basically have to keep on reenacting it. And then you have to, she makes you like be in the room oh my God. with them for her first time. Oh yeah. And you were hiding. Yeah. You're like hiding, but you're not actually hiding. Like you're literally just like around a corner and you can see <laughs> Kiryu's like shoulder and the guy's like, Hey, wait a minute. What's that? And I chose the option that was like, don't look at anyone else but me. And he's just like, but that's the, there's a guy over there. And he's just like, don't, Kiryu's just like, uh, and I'm very uncomfortable. 
there's yeah wasn't there a scene where like wasn't there a scene where like they were in front of children yeah 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 yeah. there's like kids and and that's when they ask you like what to say and i was just like uh just don't don't look at the kids look at me (laughs) i don't know what else to say and i was like get these kids away from here because well it's kind of her fault because they literally she's she's like let's go to the park nearby not like a private room or anything she's like you're gonna teach me how to do this but we're gonna do this in a in a public setting like a park where there's a swing set like right next to us of course there's gonna be fucking kids (laughs) uh but yeah it's the side quests are so buck wild i love it so much um but yeah yakuza zero yakuza's great i'm a yakuza hoe now (laughs) that's me uh, I also started and finished Scum's Wish. Oh. I don't know if any of y'all I heard of it. That. I had it on my queue. I never started no. it. No. It's I need good. to be ready. It's sad. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just a sad time. But it's like... So, Scum's Wish is about this girl and, and guy, kind of. He's like the secondary character, I guess, and her friend. She loves her, like, uh, next-door neighbor, kind of, uh, who is also the teacher of her homeroom class for, like, years and has a crush on him. And they've just been always close. He just basically sees her as, like, a younger sister. And she always calls him Onichan, but whatever. <laughs> so there's that. Um, <laughs> um, and then she meets this guy that goes to school with her and he loves this other teacher that used to tutor him and those teachers are in love or they're starting to like date and so they start dating because they can't get the relationship that they want from those people so they start dating to like have someone close to them because they're so lonely yeah it's just a really unhealthy relationship it's just, it literally is just unhealthy not knowing how to deal with your feelings and using other people to cope with your feelings. Because her best friend is also in love with her. It's just a mess. Yeah, I, that's, that's exactly what I know about it. And like, it's a, basically like really emotionally like complex, but also honest. And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't like, um, from what I heard, it doesn't really like shit on the characters for being like so no, shitty. No, 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 yeah. But um, it's like, they, they still got to work, they, they got to work it out, so. Yeah, like the, the main character is very like honest about, like she knows what she's doing is wrong, but she's doing it anyways. Because she's, she's, I mean, she's a teenager, she doesn't know. Yeah. Like, she just has so much, it's so like high school- dramatic but in the realest way i don't know i felt like it was very relatable to like my high school experience where people are just you know you get into these relationships with people that may not be serious but like they work for the time being because you're just high school horny basically yeah um fuck about that i stayed home (laughs) i didn't go outside (laughs) like no go Hi, are you? No. Well. <laughs> I'm busy, you see. No, I can't. 
kid. Yeah. It's very, it's just high school horny life, the anime. But an also cool fact about the show is that I don't know if all the episodes were, but there was at least two episodes that I noticed. One was a Hikaru Utada song uh, Mm. name. And then there was a, uh, I forget which one it was. And then there was Sweet Refrain, which is a perfume song. So I was like, oh, that's a cool thing. That's a cool thing. I like that. They also had a karaoke scene where they sang the opening of Naruto. One of the openings. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, say that again? (laughs) Hell yeah, sign up. I just saw a really good meme on Twitter like five seconds ago. Oh, come on. It's Naruto related. It was like a guy with a gun, bad guy attacking a Naruto clone, attacking a clone, and there's a guy inside of a cupboard looking at him like, (laughs) this is like Naruto. So good. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. God. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. Anyways. Uh, you can't anyway, Naruto. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you can. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Me and Kadeem both have a fucking Naruto tattoo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Derek, too. I guess. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Time. I guess we should all... We should all mention that, that uh, me, Derek, and Kadeem all have the same Naruto tattoo that we all got together it was good. one year. It, <laughs> it was, was a good, good time. It's because we thought that Naruto was over, but it's not. Fucking bored. Yeah. No, fucking shit on Ruin it. that goddamn tattoo. The, the last chap, was it, okay, was it like the last chapter was going to happen like three weeks from then, or did it had, had it? Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like very, very close. close. Right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We were all like, oh, fuck, Naruto's over, guys. I got really emotional and then walked past the tattoo parlor and we were like, oh, good. Let's do it. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're going to, let's get fast tattoos. And then we're like, oh, shit, we should all get fucking Naruto <laughs> tattoos. Yeah, it's fucked up. I was at my job. Someone saw my tattoo and they were like, oh, nice Boruto's dad tattoo. I was like, what, what the? You better, what the you better leave me fuck? alone. Don't talk to me anymore. I'm too old for this shit. Uh, mine is in such a place that I always forget about it. But no, I'm just kidding. Mine is too. No one oh. saw it. Mine is like literally on the back of my arm, almost on my shoulder. I never see it ever. And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's still there. Didn't it's go away. Night. Damn. Sidetrack about the Naruto tattoo. Anyway. Um. Oh, I'm I'm doing my own research on the episode titles. I think you're right. I think they're all anim- anime song titles, maybe. Or, oh, really? or uh, well, yeah, just just, like just song titles in general. Yeah, because one of them is uh the ending for Space Dante. Ooh. Oh. Welcome to the explanation. Yeah, there's. Yeah, they they all seem to be like, like they're related to the episodes, but yeah, it's like a thing. Like you can tell that it's like based off of something. That's it's dope. usually like a sentence or something. But yeah, once I saw the the Utada song, and then. I saw Sweet Refrain, and I was like, hey, I think something's going on here. Because <laughs> the other ones just looked like something, and then I saw... But when I saw Sweet Refrain, I was like, hey, that's that's not a coincidence, is it? I love perfume. Perfume is good. Um, And then I... Yeah, so watch Scum's Wish if you want to be sad and cry a little bit. I highly suggest it. It's been like it's been but, like in my peripheral of like sh- I should watch this soon show so yeah it sucks because it's only on Amazon but I hey it kind of I made, got that I mean I work for them you got it so um and then I played a little bit of Fate but I didn't get far enough to 
make a difference. So I not it just, <laughs> it just I I realized that it's longer than what I thought. <laughs> so you have no idea. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna knock out this, and then I looked it up, and there's three in endings. Full, yeah, in full, I think it was like 80 hours, and I was like, or like 90. I think 100% complete is like almost 100. And I'm God. like, not gonna finish this today. Okay. <laughs> I met the blue archer. Blue archer. <laughs> blue, blue. Well, there's a guy that looks just like archer, but he's blue and lancer. Red, and he has a lancer. Yeah, he's lancer. Yes, was, he's that so was my good. joke. Oh. Check out my Twitter. <laughs> He's good. I made a bad joke. All I know is that he wants to kill them right now. All of my my mobile my mobile game ugh, mobile game fans. Uh, I rolled a uh, cool altar on fake go. Get at me. <laughs> 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 Fucking come at me. Get uh, me if you can. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the life, I guess. Oh, it's a life. It sounds good. It's a good life so far. I wish I had it. <laughs> I did. I did my damn homework, kinda. I did one anime, no manga. <laughs> what about you? Uh, wait, did we do everything? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and introducing the new uh, fifth member, Oda. It's Oda, me. You wanna talk? <laughs> Oda's Mario. Um. So wait, wait, what's up? What's what's the new stuff? What's new? Oh, what's spring new? season. Yo, did you guys yeah. realize that like this season? It's like I heard I heard like two different numbers. Either sixty sixty nine, nice. Uh oh. or eighty something series are airing. Wow. Jeez. And that's you know I just went through all of Annie Chart and uh, <laughs> you're probably close to that number, Jesus. Yeah, it's about eighty. <sighs> yeah. Like, there's, there's nearly eighty. Whew. Yikes. The smooth like eleven leftover series, I'm sure Annie Chart doesn't have everything. And just shorts. Yeah, because I'm... Well, yeah, I was looking at... There There are some leftovers, but there's actually not too many. Yeah. It's uh, always, like, four or five. And there's only, like, a handful of short-form ones. Like, they're, like a majority of them are, like, new. It's kind of ridiculous. Shit, y'all. Anime. Anime happening, y'all. It happening. Hey, did you guys hear... It, anime's happening. Did you guys know? Listen. Japanese animation. Let me put it this way. Hey, teens, did you know anime? <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm one of the. I'm I'm the kind of person nowadays where I've teetered off a little bit, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm watching like three things this season. I just went through Annie Chart and I clicked on things. Like I'm like, all right, green means I'm going to watch it. Yellow is like maybe, and red's like no. I got like twelve greens, twelve things. I'm like, yeah, I'm starting this like day one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass out. This is bad, <laughs> but good. But you bad. can watch that Sword Art online. <laughs> That's a yellow. Oh, That's a maybe. I'm That's a yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, oh, wait, I'm that Gun Gear online thing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to watch it, too. News <laughs> Journey! Damn, y'all. News Journey, good! I may shit on, I may shit on SAO, but I, I still kind of like it somehow. A little, kind of, maybe. SAO is my perfect, like, thing, like, just, like, junk food. Like, I'm turning my brain off, like, yeah, he, he uh. do the sword thing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched the first season and then I did not finish the second season because I was like, Good. "Fuck, I'm so tired of this." Wait, was the first season the first series? Yes, second, the first was that a second season. Uh, I don't know. there was I a second se- second up. season. Was like 
It was another 25 Did you get episode. to the shooty guns? I got to the shooty guns, oh, and I did? was like, I don't like right. this. Well, that means you got past objectively the worst part of that entire series. The second yeah. half of season one. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought you I thought you dropped it there. Uh, I, uh, nah. I dropped it there my first time watching it. Because I was like, this sucks. No, nah, I got through it all. Oh, you're stronger than I am. Because I was like, why not? I don't, th- oh. I don't think I was watching anything else at the time. And I I don't, I think, I don't, I didn't watch it while it was coming out. I think I just like, you know, it was, you know, it was, I think it was coming out when I had some dark times and I was just like, I need something to amuse me in oh. my depression. So I just watched all of it, I think. I see. You know, it, it was one of those. And then I watched the second one and I was like, you know, I just don't like this. And I think it's because I was just, you know, watching the first one, not actually consuming it. Mm-hmm. Really? Took advantage of you while you were vulnerable. If truly, and it's a crime that we cannot forgive. How fucking dare you, Sword Art Online? That's how I feel with uh, what is it? No, I'm not gonna name it. Next, next episode, next episode. <laughs> Drag it next episode. Redacted. <laughs> Ooh, what's that? That's the big titties. Oh no, we need to get away from oh, that. God. Oh, edgy. Oh no. <laughs> Who would have thought? Amai Chabatsu Watashi wa. I'm thinking about that too. I'm just kidding. Kanshu Sen Yu P? Pet? I don't know. Where are you? Pet? Oh, it's a pet. Oh, okay. Oh, I see I'm, it. I am the guard's private pet, is what it turns out. Oh, God. This is... <laughs> I, I'm seeing this now. Uh, I'm throwing the hard red on this bad boy. You know what this is? <laughs> Do you know what this is? This is actually like um I think not a not a TV channel, but there's like a crap, I forgot what it was. It's like a there are some shows that air really late nights in uh some channel where it's basically like a softcore smut for girls. And there was uh there was a series that aired like like last year and it was basically <laughs> It's all like weird fetish shit where like you see this one is like oh yeah I'm the pet of the the guard or whatever but the first one was like um the first one was like a girl who fell in love with like a bald monk <laughs> and that was the what? fetish Oh god <laughs> But it it's it's like um you know like those uh I think they're like cell phone novels where like you subscribe to them and then they they send out chapters or whatever but except it's like smut so like oh, no oh no <laughs> weird so like it's like they they turn some of these smut shows or series into like shows but they're like short they're like 7 minutes long episodes yeah i'm kink shaming yeah no kink shame it to hell get him out of here <laughs> <laughs> yeah on a serious note i i don't know why i know about this <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Marion, you just got like a little small pocket of facts, and I appreciate. We're, we're it. thankful for them, but also it opens yeah. my mind, and I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I, my favorite thing is that you know so many voice actors' names, and then you'll like name drop them, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta Google this. I do not know who you're talking about right now. Oh, just and I'm like, yeah. Damn, I, I just like tight. I just like knowing shit. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I love it. That's how we're opposite. So yeah, I don't like knowing shit at all. <laughs> Catch oh. me knowing nothing. Come on, you, you gotta know something. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Kadim is, uh, is, what is it, the brain that's turned off? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm the first, I'm the first brain. And that is going to be me tonight seeing Pacific Rim. Turn my goddamn brain off. Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've heard it's, good luck. heard it's not that good. Not as good as the first yeah, one. I heard so, it. too. I heard if you like a big robot fight, and you just like that, you'll be just okay. I know, I know. I'll, I'll be fine, but... I feel bad. I heard wait, that they fucked Derek. up uh, this guy's... Yeah, wait. You, we you have literally... more pressing matters. You saw Ready Player One. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. All right, that's like everything. about literally anything yeah. else that you might see in the future? I think you've got... Well... I don't know. How was it? I should say. Let me let me let me put it this way. Uh, from what I gather, because I've I've not read that goddamn book. I've not read that goddamn yeah. book. Somehow, uh, from what people are saying, I and I will parrot it because I had an enjoyable time with it. Steven Spielberg took a bad book and made an okay movie out of it. Which Steven Spielberg okay is still like some directors are like fuck. I wish I could get this good. Is that the ET guy? Yes. And yeah. okay, good. ET Jurassic Park. I know. I know, uh, like, I know 3D people too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to go and grab random people and she'd be like, you got to go see it. And I'm like, listen, man, if you're, <laughs> you're going to get dragged there by your, your annoying cousin, you'll have a better time than you think, but it's still not going to be great. So, probably uh, like watch it drunk digitally? Yes. Like digitally rendered? Oh, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm planning on this. Okay. <laughs> I have like a weird memory where I don't know if I actually read it as a kid, but I did read a book that was similar, but I think the main character was like I know a girl, exactly what book you're talking about. And it, it had a knight on the cover, right? Like a, a knight. knight. It was like heir apparent or something like that. She goes in It was like blue. Let me see. I'm seeing colors, I'm not seeing a picture. <laughs> Ooh. Synesthesia. Um no, I read it. I read this book. Like, it might be the same book, but it was just like a girl gets stuck in like a virtual reality yeah. game. Yeah, and like a Twelve Kingdoms. In an, no, in like a <laughs> dot hack. In like a internet world. Or I'm gonna whatever. like she gets stuck in like a video game. I'm type gonna send world. the wiki article to you. We lane now. And then if it is that, then but also, shall we talk about some shows? Yeah, let's talk Question about some shows. <gasps> oh, I think it was. It was this. an okay book. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was that. Air apparent. Air apparent. Hmm. I remember it being okay. I heard it was fine. <laughs> yeah, where's where's this movie? I don't know. I'm not gonna say that. So it was fine. I Dog was... voice. <laughs> <laughs> so we but we yeah, are um, some four of us are gonna try and pitch a show from the season each. That we want you all to watch. Okay. Damn, Derek, thank they, thank he the host. Listen, now. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, Derek, fucking stuff. But also, my toes a little bit. Pacific Rim starts at nine thirty. Claustrophobic in here. here. <laughs> gotta go. Oh shit! All right. Um. So let's talk about the shows that we want to vouch for this season. Um. I'll start because I don't know much about this show, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's kind of the point, right? Um. So, it's a short-form show. It seems to be about five minutes long per episode. It's called... <laughs> That's what the internet says. Fumikiri Jikan. And it's apparently about short stories about conversations young women have while waiting at railroad crossings. Thank you, LifeChart.me, for giving me that good synopsis. Clap um, yeah, I'm going to have to read the omnibus, apparently. There's that. Ooh. 
Um, Ooh. And it looks cute. I mean, I personally am super stoked for Golden Kamui, but I think everybody is. Yeah. Um, and I just want something that's going to be nice and uh, chill. Something, and Relax. I, I don't really, yeah, I don't really watch too many short form stuff. Oh, I than... got a list for you. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I, I usually read. Yeah, we we watch a lot of TQ. TQ is bad for your brain, though. I feel oh, like. no. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> I mean, okay, I take that. I watch a lot of like four coma stuff, or like um, like I I me or I my me and like tq and stuff like that oh, but yeah. um i don't really watch stuff that's not comedy that's in that format yeah, most of them so are comedies cool so that's fine yeah yeah that's what i thought Yamishibai. But, um, yeah yeah even though i don't really know if i like yamishibai really i think i just tolerate it oh, oh damn i don't know you can still get into what is it i was talking about kinkabancho otome it's on crunchyroll which one is that? The with the girl who goes to the delinquent school. Oh, true. Yeah, that's a short anime. I, I want to check that out. Yeah, I want to check that out. It's pretty good. That sounds cool. There's a lot of good ones about food too, and like cozy couples. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's um work buddies. That was cute. I watched that. Work there buddies. was one uh, shit. Oh, I forgot what it was called. I think it was from fall about uh an office lady who goes home and. Her her house husband always makes her like cocktails. Love is like a cocktail. Oh, I remember hearing about that. that. Is... Oh, I think I've heard about that. That shit is hella cute. Oh, sweet. Yeah, work buddies was like two cats that work together. Sold. And then they do different jobs together, and that's basically it. And the one cat is like very energetic, and the other cat is like lazy. Oh, I don't I'm know. in. It was cute. It was last season. Oh, who's ready to get a? Bananya on Blu-ray Me. with Mike Tool voicing <laughs> the narrator. Everyone's uh, anime dad, Mike Tool. <laughs> I, I I literally don't know anything about Bananya, and I think I watched one episode, and it was cute. It's cute. It's very uh. <laughs> yeah, I watched one episode too. What is it? Uh, harmless. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something to fall asleep to, I guess. Yeah. Neutral. <laughs> um. I guess I'll name my next. Yes. I'm going to call it just the Chimera family, but that's not what it is. So my Shit. pick is Jiken Hin Kazuku, which is Creatures Family Days. Basically. This shit looks fucked up. It's fucked up, kind of. I don't, it's, it looks like something that will make me cry. And it's I'm, Shao Tucker, the anime. Oh, no. Yeah, kind of, oh. yeah. So it's basically like, I watched the preview for it and like, it wasn't sub, but it's the imagery was just like, so it's a scientist couple has been arrested for, con- okay, so this, this has more definition than the, my anime list one does. Cause my anime list, my anime list one was just like, these two scientists made, uh, genetic children basically out of animals and humans kind of and i was like yo that's straight up chimeras as a family uh but this one actually says yes that they were arrested for doing this um so they have i think like five kids and they're all chimeras and they all live together but the parents are arrested so they're just trying to be a normal family dog human plant gene Spiderweb gene and mind reading 
how will these family members who grew up in a laboratory survive in the outside world? Question mark, explanation point. Interrobang. <laughs> yeah, one one of the kids is literally just a dog. It's like, literally it's, it's just not even, Nina. This show not is by like Big, Firebird, Big Firebird Cultural Media Co. And I have never... LTD. L- LT- <laughs> I have never heard of this company. This, you know what, Let's guys? See, hold on, let I me think, click it. I think this is one of those. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, this the Spider a... Girl's cute. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> That's all that they have is this. This is a, a Chinese anime. Maybe. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um. What is it? The I I can't pronounce Pinyin. I'm sorry. Oh oh, Xi'an, I see now. Ping, yeah, Jutting. digital. Because it says it's based off of digital uh, manhwa. Yeah. Huh. There's been like a recently a lot of uh what is it called? Like at least one per season, like a show that is the uh what is it? It's like sponsored or uh funded by I think I don't I don't remember the, the name of the company, but it's it's like a big uh, multimedia company in China that they license a lot of anime and they make a lot of money off streaming hmm. to the point where like now uh they're doing co-productions like Crunchyroll does, and because of that, they wanted to basically make anime based off of Chinese content, so that you know they have they have their own stuff for they they can like cash in on the on the you know the Chinese. Listen, it's not a bad streaming, idea. Streaming dollars. It's not a bad idea. Most of the shows are like kind of low budget because they get outsourced, but um, I don't know. This could well, be really good. I'll put my bets on it. It looks like I mean the way that it was portrayed in the preview. Uh, trailer was looks kind of sad. I don't know. They're all. It looks like one of the kids is like kind of ostracized mm-hmm. out of the other ones, but I don't know. He's the uh, nerd. Is it the dog? No, no. It's the the brunette kid. He was like, he's like, these are my siblings, and then there's me. And maybe he's the know, mind reader. Like a line between them. Yeah, I think he's the mind reader. Oh shit, that makes sense. That one of them grew up. Uh, oh yeah, as a normal human, and uh, he's the only one that probably looks. I guess. And now normal. has to tend to the rest of his family while trying to find a medicine to turn them into normal humans again. Oh, fuck. This is going to get messed up. You know what? I put a red mark I on this I think it might thing. be sweet. I'm all in on this. <laughs> what? I'm all in on this. Uh, I'm going to watch it, too. I'm all in. Okay. I think you meant. I think you meant <laughs> skipping. Yeah, on our website, it's the red mark is just skipping. So you're you know what? Fuck your recommendation. <laughs> um, but it doesn't look like it's on Crunchyroll. It probably will be. They'll probably announce oh, okay. it the day that it airs. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't... The, yeah, some of them the have... It's got four days. They have all of the Chinese co-productions. I think uh, the one airing right now is Spirit Pack. Mm. Oh, I think I've seen that. I mean, I've seen the poster for it, I think. Yeah, I think Crunchyroll's getting it. I'm going to watch it. Who, who next? Uh, I can go. Um, uh, I'm not gonna say Legend of the Galactic Heroes because I'm I'm. It's two on the nose. I already saw the first episode. Yeah, and I already saw the first episode, and I like it. And um, yeah, it's good. I like it. But uh, the one I'm gonna say is gonna be maybe my sleeper pick is uh, Captain Tsubasa. Oh yeah! Not just because it's shown in jump, and not just because it's sports, but because it's both. 
<laughs> it's, and not like it's, it's both and it's David timeless. Production. Yeah, it's not because David Productions is like, what is it? <laughs> They're going out of their way to ensure the perfect adaptation of Jojo Part Five because you know there was uh, there's actually a scene where one of the characters is watching Captain Tsubasa, you know. <laughs> So they're gonna they're just animating the whole show itself. They fucking they fucking know what they're doing. They know what they're it's doing. It's gonna be um what was the fucking fake anime they made for uh Pop Team Epic? Oh, uh Hoshiro Girl Drops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be yes. except it's gonna be Captain Tsubasa, a fucking like ancient anime or ancient like title. Yes. But oh yeah, half halfway through it's gonna be like Part five. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking. Oh shit! What's gonna be? Oh, we can't. We can't do this. Different episode. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about. It. We we can give JoJo its own thing. Oh hell yeah! Whenever the fuck they announce yes. it. But uh, but yeah, Captain Tsubasa. Also, um, I have an affinity for all of the super popular Latin American <laughs> titles like Saint Seiya. Captain Tsubasa. Um, that shit was huge in like Mexico and South America. I didn't know Captain Tsubasa was. That's cool. But um, yeah. Also, so you watched the original series? My cousin did. And oh, okay. when I when I went to DR, when I watched like DBZ and stuff, he actually, um, he had like bootlegs of uh, of Tsubasa that were like, I think they were like fan dubbed. But yeah, that was a thing. And I'm I'm excited because also like I have yet to be really into a soccer anime. Um, I I watched Days a couple seasons ago and I got really mad because no one knows the fucking rules and like (laughs) Days was Days was like selling itself as like a like a like a realist uh, sports drama and shit, but like no one knew what the fuck soccer was. There was there was literally like at least two different uh episodes where they they committed fouls and shit and nothing happened and like <laughs> dude this guy got injured like he got stepped on like on the shin or something you're not gonna do anything what the it's fuck like, it's the <laughs> rules <laughs> and like i don't know like I- i'm fine with like uh like crazy rule bendings and my sports stuff like i i like kuroko's basketball that they have fucking superpowers <laughs> like i'm fine with that it's just you gotta own up to it wishy-washy yeah like half real. So speaking big. of sports, there's like two different baseball anime this season, and neither yeah, of them are appealing. One of them looks Which cool. One? Well, yeah, I don't know. I I've only seen is second major second major second. Uh, Mitsuru that Adachi. looks cool. Then any uh, actually the other one looks cool too. Yeah, the other one looks cooler. Gurazeni. Giraz- yeah, that's something about like yeah. Money. But um, baseball money survival story is what it says. Okay, uh, you know what? I take it back. Where the player's performance <laughs> determines his annual salary. The story follows an an eight-year <laughs> with an odd left-hand sidearm. All right. Anyway. You know what? <laughs> we're going to watch that. yellow on you. Yeah, that sounds fun. In, I don't really like baseball, so I'll probably pass, but... In before Studio Dean. Me. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. Oh, no. Wait, what's Studio Dean? Uh, they did uh, They did the first Fate anime with the CG dragon. <laughs> Basically, Good. like, they've fallen from grace. Yeah, no. Dean had some bangers back in the day, but then just you never know. Anyway, yeah, uh, Tsubasa, I'm gonna watch that. Uh, who's next? Um, I am. Save the best for last. 
It's a Gundam show about uh, Gundams or toys, and it's VR. Whoa. <laughs> no, also, oh, so all, all jokes <laughs> aside, uh, the Gundam Build Fighter series has been really good for being exactly what the fuck it is, which is just kids having dumb fun playing with toys. But the toys are nice. good and better than they're better than the gunpla I make. Let's put it that way. So <laughs> I'm all in on the <laughs> fighters style show, uh, except the whole VR thing. I mean, you know, some people argue that it was, you know, the other two were already basically VR. But you know, I hope it's not. You know, when you said VR, it like it came to it came to thought that like are they trying to cash in with like what Yu Gi Oh is doing because. Oh, now God. the sixth the sixth series is like Jugio Brains VR, oh, VR no. like brains but with V, and it's like also VR. Wait. So Yu-Gi-Oh's not just two people standing across from a thing anymore. Oh, it's been no. <laughs> it's, oh shit! Five Ds had them in motorcycles. Yeah, ever since ever since Five Ds, like what was the one before Five Ds? It was GX, right? GX Gen was the last deck. just game on, normal. Get your game on. Oh, oh, okay, so yeah, GX is the only okay, one but that I watched. GX was good. Yeah, that's what I remember. It was, uh, it was really Yu-Gi-Oh has normal. never been normal. Well, you know what's funny, though? Um, what is it? Uh, what was it? Arc V? Arc 5? Mm-hmm. Um, it had a... Was it called like action duels or something? Where they're basically... They, they perfected some kind of technology where holograms are solid and like there's like a stage and shit and they basically duel to perform and it's kind of crazy so wait you can kiss them uh yeah you can interact with monsters and shit like good. you could kiss your blue blue eyes white dragon yeah oh that's really good damn um arc five is good oh guys <laughs> guys today's the when we're recording is the birth of the 20 year anniversary of Yu-Gi-Oh. oh yeah i know because arby's or told old. me Arby's? Arby's told me this. Thanks, Arby's. Oh, this episode is sponsored by. I blocked them. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Good. Brands are not my yeah. friends. <laughs> I blocked them too. Really? Yeah. There's yeah, I would rather just like, follow the person who actually makes the paper crafts. True. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, the, I think they. I did. I blocked them when they literally posted. It was like. Hey guys, remember Metabots? And then it had like <laughs> anyway. a Metabot. Yeah. That was, but no, that was that it. Was that a... was their caption. That was literally their caption. Like they know. They said, they're just hey, like, hey, Metabots? Anyways, come weaves. I think that Not one, like, they actually took the, the template from like, you know that guy, Pros D, the voice actor? Yeah. Yeah. He did like, like, a, like, he did like a parody or something or like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the and quote then, that like, he made up. Like a, a couple days later, yeah. That's, that's what they, they just oh, took it straight from him. Oh, okay. I get it. Damn. Well, you can't take that. He's making fun of you. You can't own up to it. <laughs> Fuck you, Arby's. <laughs> I blocked them back when they posted Gyro Zeppeli. Oh, yeah. That's... I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm through it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I said, I said one time, like, they're going to post something that's going to be like literally relatable to just me or something i'm just gonna be like, well fuck i guess i gotta like it i gotta fucking re- repost it i don't know i thought it was cool when they did the adventure zone one and i was like oh yeah. that's cool every now and then i'm like good but also rb's yeah. Lee Coop makes the paper craft yeah release release, <laughs> release the tapes release the crafts i don't know I, I mean i don't really have a problem with them but i, I think it's kind of pandery and annoying yeah, but um, 
Uh, I'm just the I'm just a sourpuss. Today we will eat at Arby's. Yeah, same. Um, but yeah, wait. That was all. I think that's everyone. That's it. And for our secret fifth member, Oda, are you ready? Can Oda, you... what do you want to no? watch? Okay. Yeah, he's not ready yet. <laughs> I'm still watching One Piece. <laughs> um, Chapter 900 was fucking bonkers. Yo. Yeah, I, I'm not even. They're saying the One Piece cast until I'm bad. One day. <laughs> oh, actually, that isn't it, yo, Derek? Isn't it kind of crazy that their dog is named Oda? It's good. No, I mean like. Remember that scene with the, the pet, the pets, oh yeah, in the stomach. Oh yeah. Hey. What? Hey. Is this bad? No. What y'all no. talking about? No, I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway. What y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, we should move on. Does one? Does Oda hate dogs? No. You know what's great? Oda does love Terrace House, and I think that's the most wholesome <laughs> shit I've ever heard. Yes. It was a. They literally name dropped him. <laughs> I think he talked about it in an author comment too. Oh really? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Tight. Yeah, because like one of the commentators was like, "Oh, Oda like messages messages me online and like asks me if this couple is still together." And I'm like, "Damn, did you just name drop Oda?" And they're like, <laughs> "The the writer of One Piece." <laughs> and they're like, and he's like, "Yes, I know him." <laughs> I'm like, all right, guy. I see you. I'm kind of mad because he knows so many people, and there are so many people. He's like, oh yeah, you want to know the ending to One Piece? I already have it planned out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and most of them say no because you know out of respect or whatever. But like the fact that he's offering this information, fuck, I want to know. <laughs> I wonder if like literally everyone has said no, and he's just dying to tell somebody. He's like, Please. <laughs> I think all the editors he's still know. trying to be coy. Yeah. Like as soon as he switches editors, he tells them. Wait, what is? Oh, I, oh, I was like, wait, did I just name my dog after what Kyrie named her dog? And I was like, wait, no, Kyrie named her dog Jojo, not nice. No, but she, but she's also friends with Oda, because uh, he gave her a birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he gives her like a birthday present every year. Uh-huh. Like a, it's usually a stuffed animal. <laughs> That's it seems good. To be. What a small world. It's pure. It's it's pure. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on to the second portion of our podcast where we introduce the theme of the podcast. And this week's theme is... It's a drum roll. Um, underrated manga that we want everyone to read now. Yes. Now. Now. Immediately. Post haste. <laughs> right now, immediately. Don't even listen to us. Just go read it now. It's in the description. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Stop listening. <laughs> you didn't go first yet if you want to go, go first. for it. I haven't gone first. You haven't gone first yet. Wow. 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 Me. All right. Wow. So, yeah, the manga that I want to talk about is Doro Hidoro. <laughs> no surprise to anyone. <laughs> um, even the car today was like, you haven't heard of it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm excited. And then, no. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's for the amount of. I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of content and it's just been going on for so long. And it's just such a good manga that I feel like not necessarily that not a lot of people know about it, but like there just need to be more people that do because it's a really good manga. Not enough people love it that they could. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because I, I really do like kind of place it up there with some of like 
the greater, I guess, like, seinen slash uh, shonen manga, but, like, it's kind of gory, so it it doesn't scratch, like, everyone's itch, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I, I guess I should talk about it a little bit. Um, it's um, written and drawn by uh, this mangaka who goes by Q Hayashida, and um, she's got a very good style. It's um, very scratchy, and um, if you've ever read Blame, um, mm-hmm. it's super similar in style, I feel like. I'm just kind of, um, like kind of rough. Yeah, yeah, gritty, but um, but still like artistic and like you know that like she has the ability to draw, um, but she just leans into it because the story kind of um, uh, like the setting and everything is very post-apocalyptic and it just kind of makes a uh, it kind of adds to this like the sense of the story. But um, it's about this world. Um, there's two worlds. There's a world called Hole, where humans live, and then there's just another world that is pretty much like they just kind of call the sorcerer's world, sorcerer's world, and that's where uh, magic users live. And magic users will usually go into Hole um, using their magic, um, opening doors like pretty much into like thin air. Uh, and they will experiment on humans to enhance their magic, like learn more about their abilities and stuff. Um, so that usually leaves the people in whole, like in distress because magic users are literally always like hunting them, essentially. Everyone is Show Tucker? Yeah, pretty much. Jesus Everyone Christ. is Show Tucker. <laughs> um, and that's funny because, like, um, the, I guess, main character, I feel like Nikaido is the main character, but. Uh, the person you're introduced to first is uh, Kaiman, and he actually has his head turned into like a uh, he's got like a rep- like a reptilian head. A Kaiman because a magic, <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. That's why. Um, so he's um, well, it's funny because he's uh, he has amnesia. Oh yeah. Um, as a side effect from the magic that a magic user used on him, um, so he doesn't know who turned him that like this way. And his whole thing is that he wants to find out more about um, who, like, did this to him and recover his memories. Uh, and he runs into this uh, restaurant owner whose name is Nikaido. And she literally names him Kaiman because he's got, you know, this reptile face. So his whole thing is that he has to uh, go into the sorcerer's world to find out who this magic user is that has done this to him. And the way he does it is that he, uh, like, unhinges his jaw, bites down on this, like, whoever he catches, he bites down on their head, and he tells them to answer the person in his mouth, uh, answer their questions, and there is a person in his mouth that... (laughs) (laughs) There is a person in his mouth that literally is like, hey... Did you put place this curse on me? Yes or no? And if the person's like, no, and then he looks at him and he's like, okay, yeah, you're not them. He lets him go until he finds this person. So it's a very roundabout way of him finding <laughs> who did this. <laughs> but um, that's part of the mystery because you also don't know how this person has gotten into Kaiman. Um, <laughs> he's just there. But- oh, you still don't? <laughs> no, you do. I, I, oh, okay, I, mean, okay. I do. Okay. Well, you got to read it. Well. Find out. But um, it's it's super good because. Um, 
Yeah, there's a lot of Slipknot references. I think oh. she really likes Slipknot. Good. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh-huh. Um, but it's cool because she she really knows how to write relationships. Um, and I said it earlier, I think in our our pilot episode where like um the relationships aren't like very like I guess voyeuristic. Like it's very pure in a sense. Um I could see that from some and, of the screenshots. Yeah, and like she I think she just really knows how to write character interactions uh and make them kind of precious, especially effective because of how like off putting it seems in the world that they live in. Um But I also am like super interested in like the way that she's built this world and how these magic users use their powers and why they do it um and the like secondary cast are probably some of the most like rememberable people that i'll like ever read in manga like there's this mob boss whose name is n and his magic is um oh so all the magic users produce smoke um and through the smoke that they manipulate is how like they'll use their magic so for instance n can turn literally anything into mushrooms by uh, using his smoke. So mm. he can breathe his smoke um, or, you know, produce it through other means and um, turn something into a mushroom. And he's revered as, like, one of the strongest magic users because of this <laughs> ability, which is funny because it doesn't seem like a very OP-like <laughs> ability, but um, he's known for that. No one wants <laughs> to be a mushroom. Wait, no, is, yeah. And um, does he have... Either the spiky hair or, like, the heart mask? Yep, he has the spiky hair. Um, the guy with the heart mask is named Shin, and he's one of N's henchmen. So oh. N is is the mob boss that kind of um, all these other side characters kind of stem down from. Um, and they're, they're kind of like the villains of the story, in a sense, because they oppose Kaiman. Um, but... Um, they're not inherently... Evil. Yeah, it, yeah. As, as I think, like all good manga can do they make the villains not necessarily one note uh and you really end up liking and i mean i really end up liking ends group and stuff like that but um it's just a very good story it started out in a um magazine that like pretty much got shut down i think it was hickey and then um it just moved over to another magazine uh and now it's on um Monthly Shonen Sundays, which is cool because, um, Ooh. yeah, it, it gets a little bit more uh, visibility. But it's close to its end now. It's at roughly around like 140, 150 chapters, I think. I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, Monthly chapters. Yeah. And um, she, uh, she's she been meaning to finish it. Like She thought that she'd have to end it like pretty soon because of, I think, um, how the magazines were doing, um, which didn't really involve Dora Hidoro, but just like uh seemed like she had to end it because of that but now she has more time with this one and um yeah, it's cool I, I thought it finished like a couple of years ago I remember people people talking about it mm-hmm. being over yeah there was a whole chapter like where it was like the next chapter will be the end of Dora yeah. Hidoro and everything like that it's and like, a lot of people were scared because they were like well it doesn't really seem like the like it's finished but uh, um but yeah um it's just really cool I, I really urge people to at least check out the first couple of chapters because I think the art style is the first thing that brought me into it. And um, usually, 
I feel like if people like that style, it um it can kind of just like pull them in immediately. Um, but I think the character interactions and like just their own um, reasons for um, what they do are really unique to kind of like a shonen series like this. And she really knows how to draw like uh, gore. It's super good, but not like super gross <laughs> at the same time. Um, it's elegant. It's yeah, like <laughs> it's elegant gross. Like ele- eloquent. Like uh, what is it? Arrow guru. Yeah. There's people who who like grow because it's not a uh, gross, I guess. Exactly, um, and um, I think she nails it. Kind of like she's got a good sweet spot for it. But um, yeah, that's my pick. I just really love Dora Hidoro. Yeah, I've read one chapter and then dropped it, but not because I didn't like it, but because I forgot to keep on reading it, so I had to pick it up again. Do you know if it's out digital? Yeah. Um, no, is I it don't. On Viz? It is, I believe. I think it's a Viz signature. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, it, you can get a Barnes & Noble, so I figured that it you would You can get be. a fucking Barnes & Noble, so, <laughs> I mean, man. they, they only, they almost Fuck, always have, like, man. Viz stuff. Uh, yeah it's, yeah, it's digital. Yeah, you can read it online. Oh, baby. Nice. The floodgates yeah, have opened. Viz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like the art style. She, uh... She does a really cool thing where, like, a lot of her characters are just wearing, like, Nikes and just, like, really, oh, yeah. like, rugged. She, <laughs> like, she just does... very, like, not streetwear, but just, like, very, like, fucking cool urban clothing. She does the Noe Takahiko thing? Yep, exactly. Um, there's even a, um, there's a, a giant cockroach whose name is Johnson, and that's the only <laughs> one he can say, <laughs> who, uh, who's wearing a pair of Air Force Ones, and it's cool. <laughs> ah, so he's everyone I see in front of the Nike store before the drop days. <laughs> it's literally that that picture of. I need um, to get this shit. The today. roach. It's a picture of that roach in Tim's. Yo, <laughs> good. It's literally that. Um, but yeah, I'll um, I'll pass the torch on over. I spoke my piece. To whom? Me? Yeah, sure. Who me? Ah, oh, shit. Okay, so I'm gonna drop that. Well, it's not a name. I don't know why I said drop. New drop. Uh, drop it like my it's hot. underrated manga is 100% Claymore. Yes. Uh, we were talking about Claymore it. Is, Good. Claymore is my second favorite manga. Salon is technically number one overall, but Claymore is definitely number two. Uh, it's the fucking best. Yes. I love this series so much. So Marion can agree with me. I yes. don't know if Derek, you've read it. I've read, uh, if I had to guesstimate, probably like the first three volumes. You fucking coward. I had the first three volumes a while ago. Read more! You fucking coward. No, I'm kidding, but oh my god. Me me and Mog were talking about it like a couple of nights ago. He just kept on yeah. going in like, oh. We're the like, way that oh, um, fuck yeah. Norihiro Yagi, the way he writes his characters, like, so good. And like, it's a cast of like mostly women too. So like. Damn. Stole the show. Well-written women in my manga? <laughs> it's more likely than you think. Damn, Marion just stole my spot. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say was the same thing. So it's written and illustrated by uh, Norihiro Yagi. And uh, yeah, pretty much he, for a a, a man and an He's pretty old too. 
Um, for an old dude, he really knows how to write female characters. Um, it's definitely uh, the best technically shown in. Yep. Uh, with yeah, I know some people. Well, some people have argued with me that it's not. Shonen, it is. It, it was uh, a. Yeah. It's literally shonen. It was in like Jump Square, which is pretty shonen. Yeah. Yeah. The only difference um, is that like they 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 allow some gore and like nudity and shit, but it's still shonen. Yeah, it's still shonen. Um, because like yeah, my argument is just like they're still friends trying to mm-hmm. achieve a goal together. It's fucking shonen. It's um, Uh, but yeah, so it takes place in a dark fantasy world and there's these people that aren't really people called um yeah they're technically called claymores right sorry it's been like years since i read it so i'm like blanking yeah i'm trying to remember too because <laughs> they called no they called them like yeah they're Yomer? referred as claymores and then yeah, the they're Yomer, also called right? silver-eyed witches. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Is they're like, yeah, because they're like, basically everyone's afraid of them, but you have to call them if the Yomi come to your town. And Yomi are these monsters that can disguise themselves. They basically like can eat a human and then disguise themselves as a human. And then when they want to eat someone else, they can transform back and consume. Invasion of the body um, Yes. Almost. Uh, pretty much. Uh, so, but the Claymores are the only people that can defeat these Yomi because dun, dun. they are they are part Yomi. <laughs> um, basically, uh, to make a Claymore soldier, you have to take a human and open them up and put the Yomi parts into them. And they lose like their like things that make them human. Like they all think that their bodies are disgusting because they don't have like, I guess they, they technically like lose their genitalia because there's a lot of like, he does a lot of illustrations where like they're naked, but like they don't have nipples and they don't have parts down there. But yeah, it's the story of a character named Claire, who is the main clamor that you follow. And she was an orphan that, started following a claymore because she had nowhere to go and she couldn't speak and the claymore Teresa took her under her wing and just like just lived with her for a while yeah claymores are like people but with Yomi inside them and the claymores are always girls because guys can't be claymores because they're too aggressive (laughs) aggressive and like aggravated so they can't ever work out like they'll always awaken yeah they'll turn into young. yeah they just can't control they go yeah that's why i I wanted to get to that part that's why that's where i got lost because i want to talk about the awakened beings which is like my favorite part of claymore um so yeah so men can't be claymores because they'll become awakened beings and Women can only be claymores because they can control their feelings and not become overpowered. I mean, it still happens, but it happens way less often. Like, they can still fight and not go over the edge. Lose control. Basically. Yeah. So, the story starts with Claire, who meets Teresa, who is a claymore, and starts following her because Claire is an orphan. And um, they eventually start living together and, like, 
Claire starts like treating her like her mother, basically. And Teresa is basically doing the wrong thing because Claymores are supposed to live secluded. They're not supposed to talk to anyone. They're not supposed to hang out with humans. Like they're just supposed to do their job and the peace and just like. They don't even like hang out with other claymores usually. Um, but then they have to go to this town. They they go to the town and they there's a Yomi there and there's three claymores with them and one of them ends up awakening and in the end Teresa gets decapitated pretty much and then Claire takes Teresa's head and becomes a claymore because she has nothing else to live for because she Teresa's what was her everything was her basically her motherly figure. But that's just the basis of it. There's a whole world that is so vast and like uh yagi just knows how to make a whole like fantasy world that is just so full of depth that i really like there's a whole like organization part of it there's a whole big big thing spoiler that i can't ever talk about because it's like the the first time i ever read a manga that was just like oh shit this is bigger than what everyone was thinking it was Basically. It's like it's like the conspiracy theory, yeah, the, the ultimate conspiracy theory of the world that you never thought of, and then it hits you, and you're like, "Oh shit, this is real." Yeah, and it's I'm really upset because it's over now, and there's things that are unfinished in my opinion, but mm-hmm. it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it. Um, like the main story is wrapped up. Yeah, but I the main story is like Claire's story and defeating that awakened being that killed Teresa, basically. It's a long story to get there, and there's a lot of other things that happen, and then there's so many amazing characters that come along for the ride of it. And I think my favorite character out of all of them is Miria, because she's mm-hmm. like a fucking badass and like just the strong leader of the group. And there's also, um, I can't remember their names, but the, you know, the, you remember that Claymore that is, she has brunette hair and then she's with the young girl that like is super OP. Oh shit. I don't don't remember their names, but that storyline crushed me (laughs) at the end of it. Like it's so good. Claymore is the best. Um, Claymore is amazing. It's all finished. You can get a box set of it. Yes. You can watch the anime, but the Don't watch the ending. ending <laughs> yeah, the ending is boo boo. It's fine. <laughs> it does it, it I mean, something it happens. They do it. They do the thing. But they Not just don't do it right. To. Yeah. They they don't do it the way that they do in the manga. The manga ending is beautiful is all I can say. Like Basically, yeah, like the manga was like a- amazing. Well, they just had to make it up, right? It- yeah, yeah. cuz the manga was like a quarter way it's a full metal treatment, right? And just like, eh, let's, yeah, let's have... Except they didn't even have that many episodes. It was only like 26. Yeah. Yeah. Main things about Claymore is same with how I feel. I think how Kadeem feels about Dora Dora. I think the character designs in Claymore are so elaborate. Like, the Awakened Being designs are always fucking tight. Like, they're just so cool. It's very similar to... I mean, not very similar. I guess I can compare it to like kind of like the beasts that you see in Berserk. Mm-hmm. I was going to say um, it reminds me of um, I know there's a lot of people who like Hunter Hunter and that they're they're wilding out over the, the most recent arc now with the, on the ship. Yeah. They're with, you know, like those nun, the nun beasts that are like beast, yeah. protecting the princes. Mm-hmm. A lot of the awakened uh, forms in Claymore remind me of um, like those mm. elaborate like nun beasts. 
Yeah. Especially like the the serial killer guy with yeah, the Yeah, he his is fucked. <laughs> yeah. There's like there's like two or three that remind me a lot of that design. Mm-hmm. With I agree. like this almost centaur looking limbs and stuff and like yeah. long neck. Yeah, there's it's crazy. There's a lot of fucked up awakened being designs. <laughs> it's kind of grotesque but also beautiful. <laughs> I fucking love Claymore so much. I think it's so good. And I wish that it was as popular as like the main shonens because I think that it deserves that much. And um, Mary Cousin has a female lead. I don't know. But that's just me. That's my life. I love Claymore. Big swords. Yeah, here. Too long. Don't read. Big swords. Cool monsters. <laughs> good friendship. Beautiful. <laughs> read Claymore. Read it. Who wants to go next? Who go next? Um, Marion, you want to go next, uh, or do you want me to go? I can go. Um, so the title I was going to bring up, I'm not as personally attached, but I did want to bring it up because it's related to uh, my friend Sakaki on Twitter at Kirobon. Uh, he does like a little, uh, like a blog about Weekly Shonen Sunday because it's a... Uh, you know, it's like it's a it's a magazine like Weekly Shonen Jump or Shonen Magazine or whatever. But this is one. This one doesn't really circulate as much. So obviously, there's less people reading it, and there's always a lot of good, like underrated series. I think that people would probably like if they were just more aware of it. So I just wanted to plug that. Uh, it's like wsstalkback.blogspot.com, and like every Tuesday he he puts up a post about whatever is going on in the magazine. And one of the hmm. series in it is um, the one I want to talk about that I, I started reading recently. It's called um, Saike Mara Shitemo, which is like Saike once again. And it's a it's by the it's by the author and artist of Law of Ueki, uh, Fukuchi Tsubasa. And it's really cool. Like, I didn't get to read all of uh, Ueki, but he's really, uh, Tsubasa's really good at like, um, like really creative powers um so psyche psyche the the premise is basically that there's this guy there's the there's this kid uh in high school who i guess he's like pretty normal or whatever but he's kind of boring he doesn't really have like a dream or anything it it ends up happening where like his best friend uh who he grew up with or whatever is his childhood friend uh i forgot her name because she doesn't show up that much after the first arc but um she ends up dying in like a tragic accident almost like uh like yu yu Hakusho. show it's like the it was like a it was like a death that wasn't meant to happen or whatever mm-hmm. uh basically he's like so torn up about it that like he ends up like drowning himself in a lake and that actually triggers like a, a superpower that he didn't know he had where if he drowns himself in that lake he can basically go back in time and relive that same day. And wow. he uses that to find ways to like save his best friend. And every time he tries to do something like it doesn't work out like because, you know, like butterfly effect and some shit happens. And he has to find a like a real way that to, to save her. That doesn't like if, if he if he stops like the car crash or something, something else would happen and then she'll still die. So he's Homura. Yeah. Yeah, like that. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, so it was like Groundhog Day? Yeah. So, but then, um, uh, that's like the first arc. And then something happens and he ends up uh, confronting like another guy who has like special powers or whatever. I guess I, I have to spoil a little bit, but like they end up becoming allies kind of like, uh, like Okuyasu and Josuke and Jojo Part 4. Oh, okay. Cute. Except uh, this guy is smarter. Um, 
<laughs> damn. Aww. Damn. Don't do my boy like that. Yeah, <laughs> He's cool though. Like his his power is basically that whatever he touches, the the cellular structure or whatever turns into styrofoam. What the fuck? That's yeah, it, that's huh. so weird. And like, who, who thinks of that? Yeah, so specific. So, like, yeah. He touches like a like, yeah. Like, <laughs> God, no, no. he he ends up um touching like a like a freaking like a light pole like a with the electrical pole or whatever, and he ends up breaking it off and like swinging it, and then like as he's swinging it, he changes it back into like a like yeah. a real thing, and then it, yeah. the impact <laughs> like, like a Rocky <laughs> like fucks up people. So. That's cool. He he's cool because he does that for like intimidation purposes too. Like he'll stomp the floor and then you'll see like concrete like freaking crushed or whatever, and people are like, "What the fuck? He can he can go he like he can like stomp on concrete or whatever." And it's like, "No, he's just turning it into styrofoam." But no one knows. But uh, <laughs> it's our little secret. Uh, there's a girl who shows up later on who her thing is that whatever she touches, she can like from the spot that she touches, she can create like packing tape. And like pull out tape what the and, and stick These it are to so other like specific. <laughs> I feel yeah, like you're yeah. gonna end this like, and then they all just join like an Amazon warehouse. Yeah, they all work at UPS. <laughs> they all just start working there, <laughs> and it's a daily life manga. They, that, yeah, I wish. <laughs> the, this man makes cardboard. Wouldn't that be wild if it just took a total U-turn? We need more manga where you just don't know. Like, Sponsored by like Amazon. it completely changes fucking archetype like yeah, this was a shonen but now it's a daily life like what like, what happened to my battle manga like <laughs> basically part four almost kind of yeah yeah but um yeah like there, there's so many people with so many weird powers and stuff like that that it's just it's really inventive and the way that uh the series is actually serialized in the magazine is that it's almost a little bit like how hunter hunter does now where Togashi will come back and he'll do like 10 chapters and then he'll go back on hiatus. Um, except... Uh, Which is just fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Fukuchi, he does like... He does a run of chapters that it's enough for exactly one volume. And then that volume will come out and then he'll come he'll come back again with another storyline. And it makes for really good reading because you can just pick up a volume and it'll be like a like one story and then oh, the next cool. one will be like another one and they're like you know it's you'll, you'll see continuity cuz you'll see characters come back and stuff but um there's different stakes and different uh plot things happening in each volume um and the covers are so cool um they all have like a really weird like design thing like volume 1 is uh you see Psyche like upside down in the lake with like bubbles and like a bunch of stuff uh like like his belongings and stuff but then like you'll see you see like he's underwater and the one for volume one or whatever is it's inside a bubble um and it's a lot of really cool stylistic choices that he takes with the the covers um i haven't read all of it because not all of it has been translated uh I've been oh, okay. like I've been like pitching this to Seven Seas to pick it up because this isn't they don't they don't really pick up a lot of uh Shonen Sunday stuff even though they can. So maybe I hope they can pick it yeah. up. Yeah. I was just about uh, to ask if it was available here, but Nah. But um I like it a lot. Um it's just really good and um I'm really happy that I was introduced to it uh through my friend cuz I started reading like a lot more uh Shonen Sunday titles and I'm probably going to start buying them 
like digitally like on probably like you can do it through amazon or comiXology i'm gonna start doing nice. that yeah that sounds really good yeah and check out my friend's blog it's good it's called uh sunday I'm on tuesday sunday on tuesday because nice. shonen sunday on comes tuesday. out on tuesdays <laughs> does it really yes what the fuck <laughs> why don't they change the name i don't know but they're aware of it and they joke about it oh okay <laughs> That's nice. Sunday on Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on my mood. Oh, also, um, Mog brought up Claymore, and uh, Yagi is doing a new series now on yeah, Shonen Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, it's called um, <laughs> Sokyu no Ariadne. Yeah, I really uh, need Ariadne, to start it. Ariadne of the Blue Sky. So I really need to start it because it's another fantasy. Yes, I'm gonna start it too. It's that good hard fantasy shit. Yeah, he fucking loved that fantasy. I love it too. <laughs> yeah, that's my series. Tight. Nice, nice. All right, I'll go then. Finish off our little segment. All right, folks. <laughs> what if I? What would you do if I handed you a series? All right, written well, by see now. <laughs> see what you're what? doing here. You got this whole pitch set up, and, listen, and you listen. had time to think about it. We, we, we have had time. Oh, all right. You know, I'm, I'm just going to let you go. I'm just going to let you go. I'm going to let you Listen. do Listen. I'm going to let you finish, but. <laughs> Listen. Written by Inagaki Richio, the writer of uh, Dr. Stone currently airing. <laughs> airing? Publishing. Yes. Um, <laughs> with art by none other than Yusuke Murata, and it is about football. Mm. No, stop. Please stop walking away. Please stop. (laughs) Come on. Hear me out. iShield 21 is criminally underrated in the shonen community because it's about sport ball and it's so goddamn good. (laughs) Sport ball. I don't want to talk about the anime. It's pretty bad. No, it's ugly. The anime is pretty bad. It's ugly and it's got the same like key animations over and over again. It was DigiPaint era too, so fuck that. Yeah, it's bad. It's not good. Bad, bad, not good. So... This is your, it's like a typical, like, you know, uh, you know, I feel like it's a little drawn out in today's day and age with anime and manga, but like, oh, I'm a nerd. I'm, I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing with my life. What should I do with my life? Except this kid has an actual talent and it's running really goddamn fast. Damn, Forrest Gump. (laughs) Basically, this is Forrest Gump gets recruited to play high school football. Stop. So Forrest Gump. (laughs) Yeah, so Forrest Gump. <laughs> he never goes to war, thank God. But, no, um, the manga ends the main that. character of a... <laughs> the... Yeah, no, that's college. <laughs> Yeesh. God. So the main character of Senna basically is like, you know, nerd, a gopher for like all the bullies. Like, hey, get me my lunch, nerd. Um, <laughs> and one day he gets noticed by the captain of the football team that only has three members. Because who the fuck is playing football in Japan? At like in Japan <laughs> at a not like specialized school, and essentially he's like, "Please be our running back. Please be our running back." He's like, "I can't do that," and he throws a helmet on him with an eye shield. The jersey number keeps on throwing him on until he has twenty-one helmets on his head. Yes, yes, and it's basically. For, I'd say the first like 70 chapters or so, you know, it's sort of like some people have even called it like, you know, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Tokusetsu-esque where it's like, you know, masked hero. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Type mm-hmm. Like Kamen Rider. Uh, yeah. Rangers. It's like, who's that? Who's that in the mask? He's so good. Uh, yeah. And then disappears type shit <laughs> until he owns up to it, owns up to being Eye Shield, and then it just becomes this really great 
like character progression of him going from like being like very inclusive not really wanting to like do anything to really giving a shit about the team and it's got a lot of really good arcs essentially structured around football games so everything is very you know starting point a to starting point b and it's just i feel like the anime got a horrible treatment and please god shonen jump start like a yearly re- revival project where every year you bring back like a manga that got a bad cut True. Um, you know, bring back claymore bring back bring back claymore bring back eye shield bring back uh reborn but cut out all the filler <laughs> bullshit oh you uh, want like a, a like a dragon ball kai for all these yes i want dragon ball kai for all of these series just make them prettier again make them more concise get rid of every bit of filler because they're all done <laughs> you don't need that, that no give me like... that Cla- i mean i don't think claymore has any filler but i will take i want fully every it. single thing and i may tend so Derek, is this like um haiku where it like focuses on one game for a decent amount of time uh, um, or are the games kind of like backseat and um like it, it more focuses on like character progression and stuff it focuses like I'd probably give it like a 70-30 split with like 70% being the games. Okay. But there's also like and training arcs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there, there's there's a great training arc where they essentially like go across country in America. Oh, And shit. it's the best. They push a damn bus for like 45 miles. And it was great. <laughs> and part of the appeal is hate. like there's a lot of... Obviously, like not everyone's going to know about American football in Japan. So the people that they do recruit... I mean, they're, they're like so band, specific for like specific roles. It's such a ragtag bunch, and that most it of them really don't really know a... about football either. So they end up learning. As yeah. they go. <laughs> they're like, they're like, their kicker is like he was an original member of the team, but he had to leave to go work, and he's like, a, he works construction. Of course, he looks like he's twenty. <laughs> he looks like you know that's that's generous. He looks like he's thirty. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Again, Balding but he's a high school senior. At Fifteen. He has like a he has like a fucking goatee. He's fucking chiseled. Fuck. He's chiseled. What's that movie where the guy is like thirty, but he gives them a piece of? Is that Bench Warmers? Oh god. The the I am twelve. Yeah. Oh. That is no no no. That's um. Uh uh. That is Bench Warmers. That yes, is one. Okay. Fuck. Terrible. Bench Warmers is good. <laughs> but yeah, no. That's that. That is my. I love Ice Shield so much. It is really good. I, I try to read it once every year before football season starts to get me hyped up. Good shit. Because it's how long is it? Damn. <laughs> um. Oh, God. How long is Ice Shield? Ice Shield is about... 333 chapters. Uh, it's not that bad. I am pretty sure it's 333. That's bad. It is. <laughs> that's a it lot. Is. You're correct. You're correct. Nah, 37 that's... volumes. No, that's not too bad. Uh, also, yeah. it, can't, it can't be understated... The art is by Murata, aka One Punch Man. One Punch Man. Yeah. One Punch oh, Man. Really? Man. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's some of the cri- most crisp, like action shots. Oh, does he really write, good. or does he just? Draw? No, he's just okay. a draw. He just draws. The no. the art the writer was someone else. It's um. Yeah, you said the Doctor Stone guy. Yes. Yeah, Doctor cool. Stone. Um. It's a newer show. Ooh, Doctor Stone. Ooh. Jump, right? Yes. Yeah. Dr. Stone yes. has been going on for like, actually, wow, what day is today? Uh, in two days, Dr. Stone's birthday. Happy birthday, Dr. Stone. 
Happy birthday, Dr. Stone. Where's your doctorate? Yeah, I want to see the damn doctorate. But yeah, that's all I really have to say about Ice Shield. It's just, it's good, and I love it, and I miss it. I miss it, damn it. Oh, um, I don't know if any of you know this. The, the translator for Dr. Stone translates My Hero Academia. Ooh. Oh. I follow him on Twitter. He's cool. Uh, Caleb Cook. Not me, just uh, plugging in random professionals. So now let's talk about our listeners. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we got We got more responses than I thought. Yeah. I want to bring up um, the one that my friend Cal at Conchugun uh, suggested. Uh, it's, a, it's a title called Shimanami Tasogare. I don't know what this translates to. Uh, maybe uh, manga helpers knows. <laughs> but um, actually, I started reading it uh, uh, like as soon as it was brought up because I looked it up and it's uh, it's about well, it, like LGBT people. And basically, like, a kid who's, like, struggling to come to terms with the fact that he's gay and he was outed uh, by someone else at school. Like, oh, they went man. through his phone and stuff and, like, it's some rough shit that he's going through. And, oh, man, it, it's, I'm, like, eight chapters in and I'm, like, how the fuck is this not, like, bigger? Like, it should be brought over here, especially with, um... I don't know, like, the success of, like, the mainstream success of, like, LGBT manga now recently with My Brother's Husband and My Lesbian Experience with Loneliness. Like, this should, yeah, this should no, be brought over. I bought the, I don't know if, no, it has been, I think it is in America. What's it called? Uh, Wandering Boy? Oh, yeah, Wandering Sun. Wandering Sun, yeah, Wandering Sun. And then uh, the same writer came out with a, another series. I bought the first volume it for it. Blue Flowers, Sweet right? Blue Flowers. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I think Wandering Sun is out of print or something. Mm. Yeah, but hmm. that's a, guys, that's another good series. Yeah, I think, did you guys uh, watch it? Yeah, it, it's on Crunchyroll. I saw like four episodes. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, I watched a few episodes. It's good. But um, but yeah, she she Manami Tasogari is really good. There are some scenes with like um, like his like like a I don't know how to say it, like a poetic uh poetic drawings like depictions of what he's going through psychologically that like. It's amazing, and I don't know, like, it, it speaks a lot. Like, I'm like, I, I was crying reading this shit. Oh, shit. Um, there's, a, <laughs> there's a lesbian couple who, like, they, they talk to him, mentor him a little bit. There's a there's a boy who's, like, um, I think he's, he's, like, seven or something, but he's, like, exploring uh, gender, and, like, he... He lives with only like like his mom, his grandma, and sisters, and like he he isn't sure about anything about like you know like puberty and shit because um, he realized like oh I like wearing I like wearing my sister's clothing and like using that to like explore um, what do I really think about myself and kind of like heavy shit for like a kid but i'm sure that there's plenty of people who have gone through that and like also yeah they found their own awakenings through different different ways and like it's good and this is only like eight chapters in damn that's a lot <laughs> yeah i started charging my hmm. kindle because i'm like damn i want to get back into it we also have at higzors mm-hmm. uh, oh. said dore 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 yeah. wow i fucked that i butchered that doro <laughs> doro and Anything by Tayo Matsumoto? Tayo Matsumoto. Yeah. So like ping, uh, pong, ping pong. Take pong oh, okay. Ping pong. Uh, Sunny. Uh, yep. Sunny's my favorite. Gogo go, go go Monster. Tight. The second I saw Travis reply to that post, I instantly knew it was yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. Um, <laughs> Tayo stuff. So I'm like, like mm-hmm. yeah. 
And they're right. Tony Matsumoto's so good. He's like a surrealist. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, great art style. And then like, such a way with words. Such a way with words. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Then we got my good, good friend Nick at Jockslayer on the Twitter sphere said, it's uh, Frank and Fran. Yeah. I like Frank and Fran a lot. It's, um, it's, you, like you might have, I'm not posting some caps it. of it. It's really cool. Uh, it's like a sci fi medical, um, guru. I yeah. have definitely seen um, this. And I saw it, the cover. It looks really interesting. Yeah. Like the art style makes it seem like kind of not what it would be. I mean, it it's a mixture of gore, but it's older, right? Mm, yeah probably like early it just, 2000s. i guess it just looks older yeah but i think it it's recently just getting like published over here at least i've seen it on shelves and i haven't seen it in a while i was like what the heck yeah um, it was published recently mm-hmm. uh, and um yeah it's super cool uh i believe that the um there's not really much info on the uh, mangaka but i believe that they're trans which is really cool too oh tight yeah oh, nice mm-hmm hmm. um but I, I i could be wrong but, I, but everything that i've seen about them states that they are i just i don't know that's cool if not i don't know but you got it yeah it's nice to have some rep every once in a while but uh yeah the actual manga is like really interesting it's similar to uh why i like uh dungeon meishi and like uh stuff like that where they just get kind of like very into the whatever aspect of it so for in this case it's like uh they know a lot about medical like anomalies mm-hmm. and they'll uh they'll they'll really uh, touch on it in a huh. like a very cool sci-fi way like i think one of the first chapters is um sh- she's uh she helps this guy's uh girlfriend or this person that he really likes uh who just gets run over uh and is close to death i, th- I believe it's in a car accident or something like that uh, and the only way that she can save her is if she, like, splices her DNA or something like that. And in some science. strange way, yeah, some science, science. but in some That's strange what I'm way, talking about. Um, the only way that she, um, <laughs> she could, like, save her body was if um, she fused her DNA with an insect. So she goes through a whole metamorphosis, like, um, in a cocoon and everything like oh that. Oh, my and God. Grows a she new is body. Midoshiji from Yoapeta. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm but, throwing okay, this read, under read my that watch because list. the first that like the spin on that chapter is what like I kind of read it for, mm-hmm. um because it's set, it's such a like jaw dropping moment when you actually like read it all the way through and like kind of the the twist to it it's like holy shit that's fucked and that's kind of the whole thing it's got like a Junji Ito style to it too where like it's heavy on page turners and I I really enjoy that kind of stuff too. Sick. I think and, it's on uh, Bookwalker, so I'm going to buy it tonight. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, the main protagonist, Fran, is fucking adorable. I love her so much. I was going to say, I thought I had seen her in Jump Ultimate Stars for the DS, but I did not. I cross-referenced the... <laughs> I love that game. What? <laughs> it's so good! I still have my copy of it! I, 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 I don't I even have to get a DS anymore. Card I wanted to, I wanted to get it patched so I can see everyone, because I, I wasn't fluent yet, and I'm still not, but... I was... A real bastard man, and I bought it, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Oh well, I popped it in my game. Let's go! I just want to be full power Goku. Let's go! But um, speaking of going full power, I have to run and see Pacific Rim, so I'm going to leave 
the oh, ending shit. of the pod. We will do our best. Your caring Go hands. have fun. <laughs> Go watch robots punch each other. I believe yeah. in Is that all Pacific of you. Rim? I haven't seen yes. it. Go watch the Star Wars, boy. Thank you all for listening. Let them let Bye. take over the rest of the pod. Love you, Derek, Bye, too. everyone. I love you all. Love. Much love. love. Love y'all, too. All right. Next, we got our friend Ramsey at Diabreth. It's just Diabreth? Diabreth? I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, They got a good amount. Diaper. Let's just go through it. Just kidding. Dash. Sensei no bulge. Uh, Samurai Deeper Q. Kyo. Kyo. Oh. Got it. <laughs> Serious Time. And Cage of Eden. And then D. Gray Man and 20th Century Boy. Shouts out. Okay. I actually have read like a good amount of these. Sensei no Bulge is um it's called Barrage in English. And it was the second series by Horikoshi, the My Hero Academia. Uh it kinda tanked, but I think the premise it had a lot of a lot of promise. Um Samurai Deeper Kyo, I read the whole thing in middle school because I thought it was really cool. It was like edgy, uh what is it? Like I don't know the era, but like uh, medieval Japanese sword fighting. They said it needs to take Rooney Kenshin's place as accessible and fun shown in samurai manga. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> um, that one's good. The anime is garbage, though. Um, and Cage of Eden was fun. It, uh, yeah. Yeah, they said up until, until the, the, the last, last arc. arc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a survival series with like a, a group of students. Uh, on a plane that they end up crashing somewhere and Lost. then the, yeah they they end up surviving but then like surviving. it's a it's one of those conspiracy <laughs> theories uh series where oh like, it was they were dead all along no not dead but something like that okay yeah, they were they were lost, some they were, <laughs> they were somewhere all along oh, okay purgatory that's lost damn oh my god <laughs> it's lost it's just lost uh jk up until the last arc it was lost i'm just kidding <laughs> oh shit uh <laughs> marion's like fuck they're too close <laughs> um 20th century boy really good that's um urasawa uh, monster yeah and uh i like yuara that's my favorite but i haven't i haven't read, read it yet i haven't yeah i haven't read all of uh 20th century boy actually and i've been meaning to because I, I liked a lot of like I, I read probably like twenty chapters or so. That's good. Yeah, I don't I don't know shit about D Gray Man. I know a good amount of people that like it. That's good. I just never I've never delved into it. It's written by a woman, uh, Katsura Hoshino. Because it it was was it the anime that was that stopped or yeah. the anime that bad no was the manga, bad? the manga stopped. Because uh, she was it, uh she it recently she got, came back. Yeah. Um. What is it? She has like a like a condition. I don't know the specifics, but like she basically had to take a long ass hiatus to recover. And I don't know if it's her hand or like uh, something, maybe like uh, neurological so that it's just hard to draw. So, but um, I think she she did recover and it's back in another magazine. Um, It's in like a quarterly uh, Shueisha magazine now. Uh, Damn. She posts on on Instagram, too. So she's she's doing better now. Nice. Nice. I believe in her. Yeah, because uh, I don't feel like Nana's in that weird same boat where, like, it's not finished and it's been on hiatus for, like, oh, yeah. a fucking long-ass time. Yeah. And I don't, I'm don't. i not entirely sure what is going on, but I also haven't looked into it. And I don't I don't even know if that information is out there. It could be, like, none of, yeah. none, of you, none of our business. Yeah, it's probably just personal stuff that they don't want to release. Yeah. I have a couple on mine, too. Um, <laughs> my boy Elijah just says, Sergeant Frog. Hell yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, I back. I Nick is I, into I, that. Oh yeah. I um 
I like Sergeant Frog. I just haven't. I, I used to I, like. I watched it kind of yeah. nonchalantly, but I never actually read it or anything like that. Should do that. It might be fun. GTO. Yeah, Vin says GTO, which also I want to read. Um, which is that same for something, or is it? That, uh, that's what great, it is. great teacher, teacher Onizuka. Onizuka. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I've heard. Okay, we've talked. Actually, about um, I made one of those like March Madness fantasy brackets for mm-hmm. yeah, Weekly yeah. Shonen Sunday versus Shonen Magazine, and that's one of the titles for magazine that I put up. It's really good. It well, yeah. Um, it probably aged not too well because oh. of some of the shit that Onizuka does, but. Um, it's not like he's not like a like a skeevy creep or something, but like some of the shit he does to, to like not punish, but like teach a lesson to his students when they're being stupid. Yeah, that that's kind of what I hear. Um, yeah, it's probably like kind of on the same level as Golden Boy is what some people. Yeah, me. Like, yeah. It's not like uh, not like outwardly like oh fuck I can't even watch this in this day and age, but it's still something that like uh, yeah definitely aged super poorly, and I probably like wouldn't be super into it if I did read it now or maybe like if you look at it as like this was something of its time it'd be yeah, okay but exactly yeah. that's I, I exactly thought, how i feel about it mm-hmm. i haven't watched all of golden boy but i thought that was the point yeah i mean but it's still kind of it goes up across the line sometimes yeah, yeah. and I, I mean i haven't read gto but I, I, maybe that's the same uh same GTO, idea yeah it, it kind of does basically um yeah but that's also uh, part yeah, of yeah. like you know the way that his character is established as well because the point of like him not being the p- perfect conventional teacher or whatever, um, some of the shit that he comes up with is so ridiculous. But it it's also part of what makes the ride so crazy, enjoyable. So I don't know. It's like you get some, you you lose some. <laughs> True. And then I have uh, Trisha Bubliest on Twitter says Beck by Harold Sakuishi, and um, I like Beck. I think. Um, I, I really enjoyed the anime growing up. That fucking uh, opening is probably, like, one of my favorite openings. I only know the opening. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I like that. And then, like, it was just a nice show to put on. Um, but, yeah, they say, um, it's kind of old news at this point, but it was a giant part of my life during my teens. The characters feel authentic, and story captures that kind of folk- folklore-ishness that comes from loving music and building legends around the people who make it. And yeah, I mean, totally agree. I just, I don't know. I haven't watched it eh. or read it. Yeah, I don't know either. Eh. But I've heard good things. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, my friend Rose uh, uh tweeted at me, but she's uh her Twitter's locked. But she said um I can't reply because I'm locked. But Beauty Pop, and I'm looking it up. It's a shoujo series by Kyoko Arai that uh it was published by Viz under Shoujo Beat. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. Oh cool. This looks cool. The manga f- focuses on the life of a naturally talented hairstylist named Kiri and her problems with the Scissors Project, a group of boys <laughs> determined to become the best makeover team in Japan. Okay, this is dope. I'm reading this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten volumes. Okay, we're good. I'm going to look into this shit. Damn, speaking of weird shoujo, do you ever watch... Did, you, did any of y'all watch anime on YouTube when they had it available Yeah, part on three parts. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. There was a... So, fuck. What is oh, it Oh, like called? legal anime? Damn, I'll think about it next time. But I saw some anyway. episodes of um, Utena, some episodes of... Kare Kano is in her circumstances. There were some shows that I used to watch, and they had it all on YouTube as episodes. Oh, and it shit. was like it was like the girl was like tan and blonde, and there was two boys. That sounds kind of dope, though. Yeah, she like goes between the two, and fuck, what's it called? Mm. I don't know. Anyways, cut that out. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have a uh, Lil <laughs> Liz Lizinyan. I Lizinyan. never actually said it out loud. <laughs> um, Noragami 
And I mean, yeah, they said, is it underrated? I see people talking about the anime sometimes, but the manga is so good. Yeah, um, I've only heard about people talk about the anime. I did watch the anime. Um, I liked it. I, I liked it. I wasn't like crazy about it, but um, it's a romance, right? No, no. it's a. I'm not thinking of something else. It's about really. a. It's not focused a, on that. Yeah, much. nah. I, I it's about like a. It's the lore about like um donating the spirits or something like that, right? It's like a stray god who doesn't have a. Yeah, temple. exactly. So he does these. I don't even remember it. Like, odd jobs or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, he, uh, I think he, like, teams up with this girl. It's been a long time, and I can't remember. She, like, sees spirits or something. She's Mm -hmm. kind of, she's, like, close to the the boundary. Yeah. Um, I like the second season a lot. The the second season was, like, it built on everything that made the first one good. And then, like, turned it up to 12. Tight. Um, you would like, um, Mog, you would like, her name is Bishamon 10. Oh, is that the, uh, the, the cute little, like, Pink-haired person, I think. Pink-haired girl. She's, or something the, like that. she's the god, the Buddhist goddess, uh, who has like she has like a big temple, and like her her second in command is like the the glasses guy. My uh my former coworker Najwan, shout out. She was like, you need to read this or watch it, and I said I would, but I haven't started yet. But she also hasn't seen Yu Yu show, so uh, I told her to do that. I'm thinking of this Kofuku. Kofuku? Yeah, she's got pink hair. Oh, she's cute. That's the only thing. Oh I remember yeah, about yeah, her. she's. She's has a, the appearance of an attractive teenage girl. <laughs> oh, uh, that pink-haired girl is the same as the the goddess of misfortune in Bimbogami. Except, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. I mean, oh, they're based okay. off the same goddess. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we got Miranda, Gabby. Yeah, Gabby, Gabriella, Gab, wow, Gabriella Tutino. Um, and they say Mermaid Saga by Rumiko Takahashi. Oh yeah, I love her darker take on a mermaid on the mermaid mythology and how much tension and suspense is in each story rumiko takahashi um it's like inuyasha Ranma. that's what i thought okay yeah. i was like why does um, that name sound so familiar but um i haven't read this yeah um but no i mean i don't know i don't know much about it that sounds cool though i'll have to look it up oh yeah this is a long episode yeah it is <laughs> I don't have anything to drop just because it's so long. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we don't really have anything to drop since technically our theme was kind of like a drop. I'd say so. Yeah, I'll we'll yeah. say that. That was a long ass And we don't drop. have Derek. Yeah, <laughs> so it would be weird if we did drop, yeah. Uh, I asked uh, Mia if we could use I, her her Final Fantasy poem as the ending of our as our closer. Oh, oh shit, sure. we can recite well, it to, we, the, to the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. so thanks to Mia at Hot Dog Binge on, on Twitter. Oh my god, I've never said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's recent. All right, this is by Mia. Which verse do you want, Marion? Uh, you want to finish it out? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want the My Final Fantasy? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm into this. All right. All right, this is a poem by Mia at Hot Dog Binge on Twitter. It's called... My Final Fantasy, a tribute to Final Fantasy. A field of flowers spread across gently rolling hills as we meet again here for the last time. I wish to be forgiven for eternal sin, wish to fly free to the moon. This is the time of real emotion as our hopes and dreams fly away on shining wings. One thousand words are silent unable to confess. I want to stay here forever with you, for this is my final fantasy. Thanks, y'all. Good night.